When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Postables, you're listening to Deliver Me a Podcast, brought to you by Casey, Jess, and Cami. A special thanks to James Jandrish for letting us use music on our show. Now, sit back, relax, grab a Yoohoo and a stamp collection, and here we go. Welcome back, Postables. We're back! And we thought it would be an appropriate time to return to Deliver Me a Podcast because there is a little event that we've all been waiting for Hmm. forever. Oh, are you talking about Memorial Day? Yeah. Christmas Con. Ah, not quite Christmas Con. No? Uh, Hmm. Hmm. Um, Fourth of July? Eh. Hmm. Father's Day definitely father's day mm, fathers yes. well, we need the fathers sure like people like joe o'toole who will be at said event in a few weeks that's what she talking about i don't know either nobody's talking about drama the drama! i was gonna say you postables better come after these folks and take uh-huh. the postables cards away <laughs> just kidding <laughs> But yes, it's almost time for Rama Drama. Rama Drama. Yay! And we are so excited. So, so excited. excited. So excited to meet you guys. And we have lots of things up our sleeves. Oh, right here. <laughs> yeah. And no teasers either. Nope, nope, nope. We're not, we're not given any spoiler alerts. But maybe a little. Um, so just make sure that you are up on your postable knowledge. As you should always be. Always. And there there should be, you know, if, if you if you've seen the movie Inside Out, there should be a memory bank in your brain, in your memory storage, that it's just a filing cabinet, huge filing cabinet that says SSD. Yeah. <laughs> And if you haven't rewatched the series in a bit, now's the time. Now's the time. It's not a, fair, a little friendly reminder to you um, to uh, rewatch the series. I say that myself because, uh, <laughs> you know, I too need to. I know we all need to. Some of these, some of these very minuscule trivia <laughs> things. So. Oh, and uh, Casey, if I may give one more spoiler alert um be ready to let loose ah yes so leave those inhibitions on the plane (laughs) (laughs) or in the cab or at the or in the hotel room you know whatever you are at the door of rama drama whatever you want to do just be ready to let loose and leave those inhibitions elsewhere. Come ready for a good time. That's all, that's all you got to yes. do. 
you know, let your like let your Rita show off. You know, Rita was in there, introverted, nervous, and shy, and then all of a sudden she became this special delivery, and boom, she's just like dancing her little heart out as much to the chagrin of everybody else. Let your Rita out. Oh, that should be a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let your Rita, Rita out. Let your inner Rita out. Indeed. Indeed. Oh. All righty. Well, that's our little promo for Rama Drama. Not that any of y'all needed it because I know all of you guys are coming. We're so excited. We're super stoked. But the real reason why we're here today is we have gathered here today <laughs> in honor of school letting out. And we thought that since we have not yet done a recap or a review or a discussion, whatever you want to call these things on reading, writing, romance, starting our favorite Eric Mabius and his co-star Virginia Williams. We thought that since school is, you know, kind of at the end of the school year, we thought this would be a good movie to talk about um, at this time of the year. So (laughs) Cammie, how is your life going with the end of school year? Oh, um, well, I've already got, I've already got things planned for my kids where, and I'm teaching voice and piano uh, lessons during the summer. And we've got trips to grandma's house and we've got projects lined up of things that we're going to do. Uh, we're not going on any big vacations this year. We're saving that for next year. But uh, I'm going to drama drama. That's a very big part of my summer. <laughs> <laughs> the highlight but, of your yeah. summer. What was that? It's going to be the highlight of your summer. Oh, believe me, it shall. <laughs> mm, it should. <laughs> fun times, fun times. And Jess, I know you're not in school. At least not, not, not that we know of. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I was still in school, I'd be losing my mind right about now <laughs> final time Woo. yes and then my kids are wrapping up school and we've just I'm, I'm ready for no extracurricular activities I'll leave y'all at that because I am tired <laughs> so my other question for you guys since this is about a school movie and romance and love and all that jazz what was your favorite subject in school? Science. <laughs> really? Had no idea. No I, clue. I know, I know. Did you love all the sciences? No, just chemistry. I didn't like biology very much. She liked- chemistry is more math based, and I also like math. So she liked chemistry. Oh, you know, oh. Is, to make that connection further, that is my favorite part about this movie is the chemistry. Whoa! I did not see that segue coming, but well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well done. So you didn't like biology in school? Mm-mm. Nope. You didn't like nope. dissecting stuff, like stabbing dead oh, animals. I like that, but we didn't, like, when I was in high school, we didn't do anything like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, our, our sad. Biology classes weren't, like, the greatest, so. Oh, well, that's probably why you didn't like it, because yeah. I'm not a science person. I did that stuff more in 
middle school. Um, my favorite was when we got to like dissect an owl pellet, which is like when they like eat yes. and the bones are in there. We got to like reconstruct a little animal. <laughs> I sound really morbid right now. I did that too in high school in biology class. We, our crowning moment was dissecting the pig. Oh, oh, it was so fun. And I don't like science, but I love that. Like you just like kind of, I just don't like the smell of the formaldehyde that they yeah. like them in or whatever. It's a little smelly. Yeah. It is kind of gross, but yeah, we did insects. We did the pig. We did, we did another small creature smaller than a pig, but yeah, that was our crowning moment in biology was dissecting the little piglet. I did the frog in middle school. Oh that yeah, we did the frog and a worm. Like an earthworm. Oh yeah, frog and worm. We did those too. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, fun times. But um, I'm not a science person. So kudos to you for loving math and chemistry. Um, Cami, your favorite subject in school. Can, can I get a big fat duh right here? <laughs> And here's a perfect segue into the movie. My favorite subject is theater. What? Shocker. <laughs> okay, I know we've shared this before on the podcast, but for anybody who's just now finding us because of Rama Drama, favorite theater project, play, anything, whatever you did, one in high school, one from college. Okay. Uh, uh, probably my favorite one from high school would have to be either Hello Dolly, mm-hmm. um, because it was the big grand production and I got to wear the, the big dresses and headdresses and hats and it was awesome and I loved the music. Um, and, and I played Dolly, so that was fun. Or um, it's it's not a well-known musical, but it's called Once on this Island. And we did it as a one-act play. So I played a I played an islander and I had to I had to learn how to speak with an accent. I I with the help of a coach and and that uh, that play took us all the way to state. So that was, that was a fun play. That was a good play. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then college, yeah. <laughs> I'll go. Well, the weirdest one was the crucible. When I was a 10 year old, I played a 10 year old when I was 20. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I would say my favorite was probably comedy of errors I played Uh, the so in the in the script the character is a duke but we didn't have enough guys so the director changed it to a duchess and I was the duchess and they made me two of the most beautiful cloaks I had ever seen and one of them took literally 47 man hours wow to to make and they made it for me from scratch. Wow. They sewed pearls there. It was kind of a, it was a red plaid with not necessarily plaid, but it had white lines of crisscross and at every crisscross they put a pearl. And so there were pearls all over this cloak. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. That is quite That's the uh, commitment. Um, yeah. 
not to steal the spotlight here for just a second, but I don't know if I've ever shared this with you guys and it relates to the topic at hand. In high school, I was actually in drama club. I did backstage I work. That? I was never on stage. I just did backstage work. And I was actually also a member of the International Thespian Society. <laughs> Things you didn't know about Jess. <laughs> Think you know a guy. <laughs> well, well, well. What tangle webs we weave. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I did audition for a role once, but I didn't get it. So then I'm like, you know what? I think I'm cool backstage. Mm-hmm. What play? I um, auditioned for Anne Frank. Oh. oh. That is one I have never done. And I would, oh, I would love to do that one one day. Yeah. Yeah. My school did not have a, like a theater program at all because oh. I was in a very small private school. So Unfortunately, I was deprived of that because I would have loved to be in drama and all that, doing backstage, being on stage, whatever, whatever. I always volunteered for skits. So I guess (laughs) whenever our high school had our like assemblies or their gatherings or whatever, I was always the one to volunteer (laughs) to be in skits because that was as close to drama as I was going to get. And I think my claim to fame is at the school, probably still amongst the teachers who were there at that time, like 16 years ago is when, um, every year as a tradition, our high school group would, we would pick people and they would, we would write a script and we would impersonate our teachers. Oh, they would say like some really sometimes it was off the wall accidental stuff sometimes it was like just funny little quirks that they would say or mannerisms or their little catchphrases or whatever so we'd kind of write a script specific to that teacher Mm -hmm. and then we would like basically put on this mini play for the teachers and they wouldn't know and so when I was in 10th grade this kind of segues into this movie actually I was tasked to um, impersonate my English teacher by another English teacher who I love and adore. Um, May she rest in peace. Love her. She has passed on since then, but she was the sweetest person. And she said, you need to impersonate your English teacher. And I said, ma'am, she's very boring. And she's like, no, 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 no. Remember that time she accidentally said in front of your class that she needed a man because she was perpetually single. (laughs) (laughs) so I wrote the script and I I basically uh that was my claim to fame is I impersonated that time that she accidentally blurted out really loudly and very emphatically that I need a man (laughs) so so if you could have been in a play at your school what would what what would you have wanted them to do Oh, I don't know. I know. Well, I do know when I was in junior high, they did do cheaper by the dozen. That was when they had um, a theater speech program ish mm-hmm. um, thing, but I guess the interest kind of dwindled and like our school is really good in sports and we were really good in music. So we were always going to state in like band orchestra um, you know sonata contest for for piano etc mm-hmm. and then for for uh, sports we were really big on sports so I guess that's why they kind of like you know 
filtered out the theater stuff but they did do cheaper by the dozen um I don't know I think that would have been fun now in college what I should have done so if you're younger than me and you're like a young one over there when you go to college just try everything and I think that's the one regret I have is despite not being a theater major or person they did have a lot of theater opportunities and Mm -hmm. I wish I would have just like tried out just for fun just to like do it and like just to make the connections and not that I want to be the lead or anything but I don't know plays are always super fun to like be parts of even if you're a backstage person or even if you're like pulling the curtain or whatever that is you become a family Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's my one regret and I think um I'll change the question over to college. If there was one I would have been in in college, okay. um, I would say Anne of Green Gables. We did. Oh, they did you that one. Try out for it. I no, because I wanted to watch it, and the guy, the guy and girl playing Matthew and Marilla were actual real life twins. Oh my! Word. They were perfection. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Um, another one that would have been fun to be in was, would probably be something like Cyrano because they, we did that one. They did, uh, the miracle worker with Helen Keller. Um, that one was a good one. Um, and then Corey Ten Boom is another one that would have been fun to be in. Corey I don't Ten know Boom. that. So she was a missionary to India and she rescued a bunch oh. of, um, children of girls actually who were put who were about to be put up for her sacrifice so she so I think that would have been a really good one because that play was really good um mm-hmm. so yeah they had it they did a, a plethora of musicals and then dramas wow yeah, yeah. so hey hallmarkies it's time to take a quick break to talk about something super fun would you like to party with your favorite celebrities from the Christmas and seasonal movies that you love so much? If you enjoy watching romantic dramas on network television and streaming services, you don't want to miss the Rama Drama Live event coming soon in 2022. Spend the weekend escaping into the Rama Drama world and meeting your favorite on-screen celebrities like Trevor Donovan, Ryan Pavey, Andrew Walker, Wes Brown, Brittany Bristow, Aaron Cahill, Rob Mays, and more. These fan-focused in-person parties cater to movie lovers just like you. Make memories, leave with photos, autographs, swag, and an exceptional experience to last a lifetime. Join us in West Palm Beach, Florida, June 24th through 26th. I know that is just a few weeks away, but it is not too late to get your ticket. You can find more information on buying tickets for these events on ramadrama.com. We hope to see you there, Hallmarkies. Anyways, a little bit about us. So yay! Y'all want to talk about reading, writing, romance? romance? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's talk Let's about do it. it. All right. If you haven't seen this movie, I will wa- read the description. 
struggling actor Wayne Wenders, Eric Mabius, is comically famous for starring in a low-budget commercial for irritable bowel syndrome medication, a reputation he is hoping to change when he finally lands a starring role in a national root beer ad. Hey, hey. But when the paycheck for his big break is delayed, Wayne looks for other options to pay his increasingly late rent and ends up interviewing for a gig teaching Shakespeare at the local high school. Principal Brenda Post hires Wayne for his natural theatrical talent and enthusiasm, but Wayne is soon surprising himself with his love of the job and for fellow English teacher Amy, played by Virginia Williams, who is immediately impressed with Wayne's passion and his idea to teach the students with an exciting film project. As Wayne's understanding of teaching develops his and his relationship with Amy evolves, he must ultimately decide if his dreams of stardom are really worth sacrificing everything for. Also starring Meredith Baxter, Martin Mull, and Adam Kolbersch. Woof! So this also was filmed, I think, I don't have it up in front of me, but I believe it's 2013. Yes, it is 2013. So that also gives you guys kind of an idea of where this movie falls in the history of Hallmark, because we do know that Hallmark movies have evolved a lot since then. Um, and I want to say that because I'm sure that we all have thoughts on this movie, uh initial thoughts um i can go <laughs> i actually really like this movie i think it's um really lighthearted, uh and i enjoy like the comedy bits of it and like i said before i think they have really good chemistry so that's really kind of what sold this movie to me all right cammy having been in the theater program at a high school i was like this is bonkers <laughs> this the story was bonkers but it was fun and I will say this I liked I liked it a lot better the second time so watch it twice watch it twice (laughs) yes I mean it was just crazy one one thing I do want to say that just is the whole character of the vice principal, Mr. Troutman, he's nuts. <laughs> he is positively nuts. And one thing I could not understand is how they were so down on an actor becoming a substitute and then going for auditions at a creative arts and technical <laughs> high school. But- that's the whole point of this high school. It was not a public school. It said creative arts and technical high school. So they are there to become professional performers or professional technicians. And so the fact that they are trying to disgrace and trying to downgrade Wayne for being a performer, (laughs) no. doesn't make any sense so i mean it may not make sense to us but it makes sense to somebody who's very by the book and who shouldn't who already has a vendetta against somebody who's like in the in the industry like maybe i don't know if um the principal like tried (laughs) 
to be a movie star then just got overly jealous like got a chip on his shoulder (laughs) and he has a chip on his shoulder because that wasn't very clear especially and like now that I'm thinking about it like okay if you have a chip on your shoulder then why are you at a technical arts school being the vice principal if like what um but yeah I'm I agree with y'all this movie I I did find it fun um it's always fun to watch movies that um like for example Eric we've seen him in so many different roles and this is a very different role than Oliver he's not Um, serious one iota (laughs) not not serious Shakespeare this is jumping on the table Shakespeare Shakespeare um but it was also really bonkers. It was very much a t- early 2010s Hallmark movie where <laughs> things are a little more contrived. They're a little more cheesy. They're a little more bonkers. Like this is not actually going to happen in real life, but okay, we'll go with it. Um, <laughs> but it was still fun. Like I, it was a fun one. It was definitely a fun one to, to watch for sure. Now. I know that a lot of people out there who've seen the movie equate Wayne's character and Oliver as similar. Mm. What would you say? I would say that Wayne is Oliver O'Toole's like twin from another universe. I was about to say an alternate universe twin, maybe, but because the one link I see between the two of them, besides Eric Mabius, of course, is the Shakespeare. Right. But like one's focus is the literature aspect of Shakespeare and one is the theatrical aspect of Shakespeare. Right. So they're like two sides of the same coin. Right. Yeah. So there's, I don't, I don't see a similarity beyond looks and Shakespeare. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Winders is like if Ramon so decided to get into Shakespeare. <laughs> if, if Ramon, if Ramon inhabited Oliver's body. <laughs> and so the two, the two personalities got mixed. See, we can make this alternate universe work. <laughs> we would have Wayne Winders. That's what. <laughs> that would be a um, that would be an interesting movie yes indeed Hmm. now did you know that so the big the big thing is will wayne leave to go take this movie zombie yes he gets a lead in a zombie movie and it's the chance of a lifetime and it's going to happen in toronto did you know that that is based it's a reference to the movie Resident Evil that he was the lead in that mm-hmm. shot in Toronto and it was a zombie movie. Yeah. It was a reference to that. So yeah, that was a fun fact that we had discovered. Yeah. Yeah. I but I loved his line, who needs zombies when I get to work <laughs> with real monsters? You know? <laughs> that is a fun line for sure. Now let's working with teenagers. Cool. No joke. What is it Bre- Brenda said? I've seen grown men cry and grown women join a convent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's segue into the chemistry between Wayne and Amy. Love at first sight. For him. I agree. I wouldn't say love at first sight, but very strong attraction because 
hypothetical question, is she single? <laughs> there is a strict no fraternization policy. That's barbaric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amy and Wayne. So Jess, what else did you like about their chemistry? Yeah, it was your favorite part. That was your favorite part. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought, I, I mean, I thought they played very well off of each other. I like that it was kind of more of that instant attraction. Like they, they didn't really like tiptoe around it. They just sort of embraced that. Like, yeah, we're, we're into each other and let's, let's do this thing. And they have a whole, I thought it was really funny because they have a whole conversation of it's not a date. And it just made me think of science, a little delivery where it is a date. <laughs> We both had the date conversation. Um, the only thing I didn't really care for as far as like the relationship aspect is I, I hate end of the movie proposals. So I could have, we could have just cut that out and it would perfect for me, but I know a lot of other people enjoy an end of movie proposal. I personally do not, but you know, I can live with it. I didn't mind the end of the movie proposal because it's not like they, it's not like it happened like two days later. Yeah. You know, so there was a bit of a time jump. So I was okay with it because I'm with you. Typically end of movie proposals. If there's no time jump, I'm like, but y'all just met like three weeks ago and she just came off of a relationship with another dude. And now you're coming in and you're proposing. And then we're all supposed to believe that this is all happening. Okay. It's the hallmark magic. You know, it just, (laughs) no, when you know, you know, I guess (laughs) the hall spark as they call it. Cammy, speaking of Hall Spark, <laughs> how did you feel about the Hall Spark? The Hall Spark for me, okay, um, I was fine with it. I guess that it just bothered me a lot that number one, they made it a school board policy. And then knowing this, they broke it a lot, you know, <laughs> e- even on school grounds, you know, <laughs> just like, okay, you guys, I'm fine with you kissing at the ice cream shop, but you are breaking the rules. And then Troutman stalking them. That was just, like, <laughs> okay. Wow. You know, <laughs> that was creepy, but the, but the chemistry itself, I, I thought was cute. I thought it was cute. I thought it was sweet. And funny thing I had forgotten this but so the emails that Troutman gives to Amy saying he didn't paint any of us in a very good light and then hands them uh, he hands them to Amy to to show that Wayne is not a good person I thought that those were emails that he had written in the very beginning and I'm thinking duh he didn't like anybody at the beginning he didn't want to be stuck here Mm -hmm. that that was the whole point and so I thought she was getting mad at him for an opinion that he had in the very very beginning instead of listening to what his opinion or looking at what his opinion was now Mm -hmm. but then they say Troutman wrote that wrote those emails Mm -hmm. and they were just drafts they nobody ever sent he didn't send them he just wrote them as drafts Mm -hmm in Wayne's account. And so I said, oh yeah, he probably put plenty of nasty things in there. Mm-hmm. So that, that was like an instant forgive for me. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. The Heartland TV show on Up 
faith and family fans of the hit family drama heartland know that up faith and family is the only place to stream every season of heartland including behind the scenes exclusive content all 15 seasons of heartland are available and ready to binge only in up faith and family and if you love heartland then you will love the dramatic new series mystic escape into a world of mysterious adventure mystifying secrets and magical moments as we follow a group of horse-loving teens who are regulars at their local stables on the fictional peninsula of Calvary Point, New Zealand. First three episodes of Mystic are now available to stream with a new episode every Thursday. Go to upfaithandfamily.com forward slash hallmarkies today to sign up for your 14-day free trial. That's upfaithandfamily.com slash hallmarkies. Yeah, I will say the um the conflict in the movie. So the whole vice principal stalking Wayne and Amy, like so contri- like convoluted, contrived. It, it made for a fun movie because you have to have a you have to have a bad guy in there. And I think oh, yeah. early 2010s Hallmark movies, they always had like your resident bad guy, which was mm-hmm. like maybe it was another man, or maybe it's the future mother-in-law, or maybe it's like the you know the over the top villain. Yes, the vaudeville villain right over there, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't mind it, but I will I will say the um the emails, the drafted emails that he printed and stuff, it made me laugh because like technology has changed so much in just like these last 10 years that you almost forget that yeah, somebody would totally think that these emails were actually sent, you know. Um (laughs) And so that one was, it was, it was interesting. It took me back to a simpler time. <laughs> simpler time. When you could actually fake technology like that. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, that was also, it was, that was fun. It was interesting. And I, I have to say, I have loved um, JD. Mm, the, oh. he, yes, yes, he was fantastic. I loved how his relationship with Wayne Bill built over the movie and how he he like kids get in they get a sense for this stuff like they get a sense for when people are jiving and when people are not and when people hate each other like like he obviously knew that the vice principal was out to get Wayne like the kids aren't dumb and so I love how they use the kids to basically sabotage Sid's plans to sabotage Wayne and Amy so Anyways, I thought that was a great ad. I thought the class and the kids were super great in this movie. Mm -hmm. So one question about the class. The big, huge barrel of apples on Wayne's desk. I know give an apple to the teacher, but having that be the gesture to show that they want him to stay, just putting a whole bunch, just putting a whole barrel of apples falling out of the basket all over his desk I was like "Mm, I could I could see that maybe in the 70s but I or but I I don't know it the doing that as a gesture kind of and then their explanation it didn't really make any sense to me can you guys give any insight on that no 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 we would have done that as a prank to our teacher yeah I looked at it as more of a prank than a gesture you know that's 
Yeah, actually in 10th grade, a bunch of guys did that to our teaching assistant because we had a teaching assistant right after lunch. And so they would hoard apples in their suit. Like sometimes they would have to wear suit coats and stuff. And so they would like shove apples in their suit coats. And so they'd roll the apples down the aisle during class and she would pick them up and set them on her desk. And then they would like continue. And so she's like constantly picking up apples and sticking them on her desk. <laughs> and then the, I remember the next day, I think they all just brought the apples and just like laid like two dozen apples on the desk so I know they were trying to be nice but it it seemed more like a prank to me yeah I don't know that's interesting I never thought about it that way but yeah it, it's kind of odd oh one thing I have to say about the whole email thing when I was a teenager my brothers pulled a stunt like that they really? made it they made it look like there was an email from my boyfriend that he had been at the wrong place at the wrong time and he had actually gotten arrested and I was like you've got to be kidding me what and then my brother said Cammie it's a joke I hate you all you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh-huh that yeah the the early the the early email and that was in the 1990s so that was when email was just coming out Mm -hmm. so they they fooled me big time (laughs) yeah they sure did well any other last thoughts before we wrap up reading writing romance oh so this comes from my whole uh interpretation kind of thing because when we were when I was in college and we were doing a musical at the school what we would do is the first semester to learn the music we would all do uh, the songs and put them in different contexts so for example we were doing Fiddler on the Roof one year and a guy and I did the song Do You Love Me as a couple having the determine the relationship talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was hysterical and we made everybody crack up so so the whole taking Shakespeare out of the context of Shakespeare and doing it in different ways like a mob boss or you know uh or having Luke Skywalker and the and the and the background music of Star Wars with Hamlet. I I did enjoy that very much. However, I will say this: they made a huge deal about not wanting to be in period dress, and then you, and then camera rolls, and they're in period dress. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> they were won over. <laughs> they were won over. Wayne Wayne won them over exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you want, sir, whatever you want. (laughs) But I always love seeing things taken out of context and put in a different context. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jess, any final thoughts on this movie before we wrap it up? You have Um, to give a final thought because I I did. I don't think so. Although if I may, you know, postmals, you may want to practice some of the same skills that this movie is talking about for, for a certain event, you know, I wonder what that might be. I don't know. Just, just, just a thought I had. Okay. Just a thought. Well, good thoughts. Good thoughts to end on that note. Um, <laughs> I will say for me, my final party thoughts are 
I would love to see Eric and Virginia reunite in another movie project something of modern day (laughs) I think they're precious together so yeah we could have the the sequel be like math science and chemistry or something oh gosh (laughs) that would be crazy chemistry 101 (laughs) oh man (laughs) well it's back in session all right yeah (laughs) It could be like a parallel to Mystery 101, except it's Ooh. all about the chemistry. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> I don't know. But on that note, we hope that you guys enjoyed our recap. We've missed talking to y'all. Um, we can't wait to meet you guys at Rama Drama and get ready for all the shenanigans. Get ready for all the all right we'll see y'all in well actually we may have another podcast coming out the three of us on hallmarkies podcast so be on the lookout for that we will be sure to share um it is in promotion of one of our favorite authors here on pod and we are just expounding our target market so that not just the postables will discover our dear friend Rachel Fordham but the entire Hallmarkies rom-com fandom can discover Rachel's books and maybe they will also I don't know turn into postables too so we will see y'all when we drop that episode in a few weeks and then we will see you guys at Rama Drama so be sure to Follow us on Deliver Me a Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, specifically Instagram, because when we are at Rama Drama, we will be posting videos mm-hmm. for those of you who are unable to come. We'll do our best. We'll do our best to go live. We'll do our best to video as much as we can. We will reshare things that are ta- that we're tagged in in Absolutely. regards to Rama Drama so that you guys can, you know, kind of be there virtually as we can try to include you. So um, follow us there and we will talk soon. Bye. Bye, Bustables. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Deliver Me a Podcast. If you want to know what's going to happen next week, be sure you are following us on Twitter at Deliver Me a Pod and on Instagram at Deliver Me a Podcast. We also have a merch store where you can buy tons of post things for you and your friends. We'll see you next week.